0: to at Sports Radio.
1: We're halfway through the show here on Herd At Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We're live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And we are brought to you by our friends at Dyer Law if you're dealing with a personal injury accident. You can count on the Dyer Law team to provide you with a helping hand no matter what you need, no matter what you're dealing with. Call the Dyer Law team 402 393 7529 or visit Dyer.law to chat with trusted professionals about your personal injury claim. That's D Y E R. Law. Joining us now on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline is Andy Kendy from KETV. Hey, Kay, how are you this morning? Morning, boys. What's happening? Hey, hey, hey. It's an Andy Kendy day.
0: Yeah, that's what I say. It's one of those good ones. Yeah. Good you,
2: you know what, man? I, I'm i going to start this off right here because I'd like to give you the floor. Omaha's lost or will be losing a pair of good ones under your watch. How much responsibility do you take in running them out of town?
0: Full, fully, full responsibility, if you notice. Uh, <laughs> no question. We saw the news yesterday. It became official when Matt Foster announced that he was uh, moving on, taking his talent. Elsewhere, and uh, I cannot, I cannot thank him enough. You know, people don't realize what goes into uh, what doing our stuff, and you guys know it. Uh, you know, it, there's so many people behind the scenes that that, that help you out and make sure that uh, you don't look foolish, or at least less foolish than you would always already be without him <laughs> And um, Matt has just been a, a a just a consummate professional and a hard one of the hardest workers I've ever worked with. And but you know. It's you know sometimes the business takes you in different directions and that's what's happening here and uh, you know we we wish Matt all, nothing but the best you know the weird thing about uh, Matt Foster is that he he started right before COVID like talk about a weird curveball to get thrown into he I don't started love it. in December of yeah 2019 he's just getting his feet if wet and all of a sudden COVID hits and they you know they kind of throw him into the news portion of the you know news department he became a news photographer during COVID it was just and for him to get through that, like everybody, you know, he just kind of adapted, adjusted, and, you know, he kind of really showed what he was all about there because he was, you know, always came to, to work with a great attitude. And yeah, he will be very, very, very missed. Man, I know firsthand that
2: feeling because I joined my sports department in TV in Sioux City in August of 2019. So I got a yeah. taste, I got a taste of high school football. I was getting a taste of high school basketball and then all the weird stuff happened. And yeah, you know, we kind of were like doing a, a hybrid role of news and sports because Iowa fortunately kept sports going during that time. Um, I'm not sure right. how Nebraska tackled that, but I know we, we covered some schools that were that were still going, but I get it. I get Matt Foster's yeah. pain and he is a stronger man than me to stick it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's, it's weird. we talked about, um, uh, how how different that time was and it really wasn't that long ago even though it seems like about 20 years ago all the all the different things he had to go through in the fall of 2020 and you know OPS didn't play football and the rest of the area did and it was just a weird deal and then you know even in the spring carried over to the NCAA tournament and it was all under one roof well not under one roof but all under in one city in Indianapolis and Creighton makes this magical run and you know even covering the Huskers that fall was weird because the season was so late and being in a press box and you had two seats in between you, you're wearing masks. It was just, oh, thank goodness that's behind us. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. AK, uh, what's keeping
1: you busy this week? I imagine a lot of high school basketball. I imagine that uh, you're kind of running all over the place trying to keep up as uh, things get ramped up here towards the end of the regular season. Where, where are you spending your time this week?
0: We've got it's actually kind of a weird, a weird like kind of hybrid um, uh, week because the the, normally you can always rely on the pillars of Creighton and Nebraska basketball playing on Saturday, Mm -hmm. and that's not the case this week because of whatever reason the schedule is such. um, You know, Creighton has a rare Friday night home conference game, yeah, which is just odd, bizarre. yeah, thank television for that. And then, um, yeah, you know, and then you know, and, and then Nebraska has a big men um Thursday against uh, Wisconsin. Um, but beyond that, you know, I'm just looking forward to tonight. You know, we've got a couple of big women's basketball games tonight. You know, uh, Nebraska women—they've um, got a. This is a sneaky important game uh, against Purdue, and then uh, Creighton has a big rematch against Marquette. The Nebraska game is really interesting because, you know, Purdue is, is is kind of an average team, and that's one of those games at home that you're expected to win, and it, and it really hurts more if you lose than it helps if you win. You know what I mean? So they better win this thing because their projections, you know, ESPN had the bracketology for the women for Nebraska at about the 8-9 area, but, you know, there's other brackets that I've seen them left out in. So. You know, they've got to win some games here down the stretch. You know, their net is decent, but, um, you know, they can't afford to lose a game like tonight. Where, you know, with uh, Creighton playing Marquette, this is just a good quality women's basketball game tonight at D.J. Sokol. That's a that's, – this is a this is a good one, especially because Creighton dropped a round one. And then, you know, so, you know, we're focused on that uh, this evening. And then, um, uh, you know, interesting thing, too, this weekend, so this is a softball event. For Nebraska mm-hmm. at, uh, in Lincoln on Saturday, and I think that's you know normally in years past you're like yeah if we were in the area maybe we can double up with <laughs> something up in Lake you know now it's like now yeah, it's a must that's, the, that's a must cover and we're gonna do that and get the whole Jordy Ball experience and as well as the team because I think the anticipation leading up to softball season is gonna be like we've never seen.
2: Right. Stay right there for me, A.K., because, you know, I, I was thinking a lot of the same this week um, just just because baseball and softball have really started to pick up. Like, we're, we're close to those seasons, so it gets me excited. How much does Jordy Ball's presence change the conversation for this team this year to win more than just a conference title?
0: Well, I think it- – it certainly, obviously, is the biggest story for the spring, um, uh, for us, just to see how she transitions to a new school um, and bringing her talents to Nebraska, you know, because softball is one of those sports that if you have an ace on the mound, it can make the world of difference. Now. Uh, it's not just a one-person show, obviously, mm-hmm. but if you have a, a a pitcher who can really dominate, you've seen that in the past. How much that can can help, and I'm curious to see what impact it has. You know, I, you know, we could talk X's and O's until the the cows come home, and obviously, they're going to be a better team, right? But what I'm as intrigued, if not more, is how Nebraska handles the attention surrounding Jordy. How Jordy. Uh, Handles the attention surrounding her, and she's handled it like a oh my god, she just a, a veteran beyond her years. You know what I mean? I mean she's handled every situation and, and news conference with grace and style. And, and and I'll be interested to see how how just the configuration of how they're going to set up the field and uh, Bullitt Stadium. How how many tickets are they going to be able to sell, and how many people show up game after game after game? You know a weekend you know for a weekend series, how much are they going to draw? So th- those are the questions that I'm really intrigued by uh, in addition to how they perform on the field because I think uh, there's, some, there's some real real excitement surrounding this team. And, um, yeah, they are contenders for the Big Ten. Yes, they are expected to go to the NCAA tournament, but not just get into the tournament, but make a deep run. And I think that's fantastic. It's going to be like a spring we haven't seen here in a while.
1: Andy, a couple minutes left here. Uh, Obviously not a normal midweek game, a little later in the week for Nebraska men's basketball, but they've got number six Wisconsin at home tomorrow night. Is it fair to say if Nebraska wins that game, they can feel fairly confident about making the NCAA tournament despite the fact that they really still haven't found an answer for their road struggles?
0: I don't know if you can lock them in. Um, because you still have games, you know, you still got home games against Michigan and Penn State. You lose those and Minnesota, so you lose those at home, and that kind of negates any quality win that you get against the Wisconsin. But um, I do think it helps their, it helps their cause. You know, every little bit helps. But I, I do think that for them to get in, they're gonna have to win a game or two on the road, at least two. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean they got ten games left. You know, five home, five on the road. Your roadies are are, you know, uh, at Illinois, you've got uh, at Northwestern, you've got at Indiana, at Ohio State, at Michigan. So, you win win three of those and you're in. Win two, you're like, yeah, maybe, and then take (laughs) care of business at home. So, you know, you're going to have to go six six and four, I think, down the stretch and then maybe win a game or two in the tournament to make sure that you're feeling comfortable. Because right now, you know, you look at the brackets, they're right on that Dayton, last four in Mm -hmm. uh, line. Um, which would be fine. I think that would be a great step in the right direction, but I think you know, seeing what they are capable of at times this season uh, I think leads the fan base to expect more.
1: That's Andy Kendi from KETV. Andy, we appreciate your time as always. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, fellas. Have a good week. Thanks, brother. That's Andy Kendi from KETV. Coming up next, we will wrap up our number two here on Herdette Sports Radio on AM 590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. Of course, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube as well. We'll be back next here on Herdette Sports Radio.